Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson. Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 33. I guess you could call this the Dodge City episode. Uh, you know, Sarah went to Dodge City for the first time ever, and she didn't understand all the Dodge City. One lane nationals is what I was told, and I think it was very accurate. Well, I was talking about the Wide Earp Boulevard. Oh and- boy, yeah, I got you took me on the tour. Of the town. Check that off the bucket list. Back in the day, Dodge City was the metropolis. Oh, I bet. You had to check your guns before you you entered the city limits. You know that, right? It's not really my scene. But yes. You forgot about episode 22 or whatever it was when you asked me about who I wanted to have dinner with. You could have had dinner with Wyatt Earp's statue. They had a few of those there. Yeah, maybe you should have bought us some pizza and... You could have gone and just sat down with him? a picnic, yeah. Oh, there you okay. Go. Well, maybe next time. So the one-lane nationals, who told you that? Mm, I think Courtney's the one who said that's what it's called. Yeah, you know, our, the surface was actually better than normal. It's uh, normally really dry and windy and normally gets black and has a good opportunity to take rubber. And, uh, you know, with all the rain and the cooler temperatures and there wasn't any wind the first night. So, uh, you know... Tommy did a great job. You know, Tommy Estes runs that place. I don't know if you even know that. I did not know that. It's a very, very nice facility. Um, Having not been there, the facility was nice. The racetrack was nice, I suppose. I don't, it was just, you know, sometimes you get races like that. That racetrack is just, that racetrack for some reason is just very hard to pass. Yep, that's what it looked like. So, would you like your stats from this weekend? Well, we can start there. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Two very similar nights, just know that. On Friday, you qualified in the third group. You were 17th overall in qualifying. You started sixth in the second heat and ran sixth. And then you started 17th in the A and finished 13th. Yep. Would you like to expand on that? Uh, Not a bad night. We still got to qualify better, and we're working on that the you know, I kind of hung out in the shop today with the boys a little bit because they don't let me hang around much. But uh, they were doing a few things there to uh, working on some stuff. So I feel like all you are going to hear in the background is Henry click 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 clicking around. <laughs> He's searching for food. Yeah. Okay. But uh, carry on. They're working on a few things to try to help us get better at qualifying, and uh, just got to be better at that. Man, just. Uh, you can't start in the back of these races and just got to get qualified better. So We're going to get qualified better. I've decided we have to use positive, uh, not we need to. You need to well, more I'm positive, positive Well, thinking. we are. We're building on that. We're okay. working toward. But we're going to say Our we're, good, we're going to be good at qualifying. We pass, it seems like we pass cars every night, you know. Uh, Definitely getting better. Not so Definitely much in the heat races because the heat races are hard to pass anyway. Nobody was passing anybody at this race anyhow. But... but. Um, Nope, just uh, part of it, like saying the didn't qualify good. Heat race was kind of one lane. Started six, finished sixth, and then uh, in the feature, actually felt like we should have probably 
run 10th or 11th or so and uh just on one of the restarts Carson Macedo I'm not sure what happened kind of buried off of uh, four there bounced out in front of everybody and got a couple cars in the fence and everybody checked up and I was in the outside lane and actually let a couple cars back by me on the inside so I think that was probably a good move because it looked like they were about to wad them up I yeah. don't know what was going on there but yeah, that was kind of sketchy there for a second. So, yep, that's uh, that was kind of it in a nutshell. Nutshell there for Friday night. Yeah, Jacob, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, getting his first outlaw win, and you know they're not hard. To, I mean, they're not easy to win. So, uh, I don't know what the stats were, but somewhere you know, three hundred starts or something. Three hundred and fifty some odd starts is what I thought I read. Yeah, to get so his first win. So that tells you a lot. You know, they've been at it for seven years. That's crazy. And uh, just keep putting in the work. and uh, It will come eventually. Well, I ain't got seven years, so. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, Saturday. Uh, but before you go there, what? congrats to Jacob. Yes. Awesome job. Great kid. He uh, just cracks me up every time I talk to him. But uh, congratulations, Jacob. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, Saturday. Qualified in the second group. 18th overall. Heat started 6th and 3rd, ran 6th, started 18th in the A, ran 16th. So very similar to the night before. Didn't feel kind like we um, qualified as well as we should have. I, uh, you know, same deal. Uh, I, I just can't put my finger on why or what's going on there, and we just keep plugging away and I don't know. I just feel like we don't have enough speed in the car or I'm messing up or what I'm doing or, or whatever. But then same scenario on the heat race. You know, we started sixth and finished sixth. And those heat races are pretty narrow, hard to pass. So, And then the feature, same, kind of the same deal. You know, we <clears throat> started, uh, what did you say, 18th there? and 18th. You were, I thought maybe you were up higher than 16th. Toward uh, the end, you kind of fell back. No, well, we got up to, I think, 15th, and then on a restart towards the end, uh, I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, I, I don't know. I should have just ran the top because it was very top-dominant track, and on the restart, I slid Jason Sides, got by him off the two, but it killed all my momentum, and then that led, a, that led a goggle of them back by me going into three because I just lost all my momentum. But, you know, it was, I think it was a restart with about – three to go, four to go, or something like that. And back there, I'm going to try something because, you know, in my mind, 15th don't matter. If it's 15th or 19th, it's the same. So if I can finagle by a couple cars and get to 12th, then there was some gain there. But from 15th to 18th or whatever, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to try some stuff. But Overall, though, good weekend. Definitely cars driving good. You know, Rob, I can't say enough about Rob. We don't, we have, I know we've talked a little bit about it, but Rob is really uh, going through everything with his team and uh, not really finding things wrong, mm -hmm. but just fine tuning things and going and, and just making it better. That's really all I can say. And Well, and taking that stress off of you, I can tell a huge difference. I think you're a little stir crazy from a lack of tinkering, but. That's okay. Yeah, I'm just kind of messing with my little projects. and. Uh, I created projects for you this week. Oh, my gosh. Guys, <laughs> you have no idea what Yesterday kind of... was the day 
from. Well, let's just start. Let's start off. We'll tell them about our how my. I'll tell you guys how my week started. So we got. <laughs> this is like a tangent. Sorry. So we guys. got home on Sunday, and uh, Bill Rose brought his rig here to leave it here, and and him and Amanda had to fly out to go back to Indiana, back to Indianapolis or whatever Indiana, and and uh, they left the crew guy Mike here. So I told Mike, I just give him my old workshop truck there to drive while they, while he was in town to go back and forth to the motel and stuff. Well, pickup wouldn't start, and I just drove it last week when I was home. So finagling with that thing for a half a day, figured, finally figured it out. The battery had kind of blowed up on itself on the inside, so did that, got it all fixed up for him. Then my Tahoe, the air conditioner blower fan motor went out, so I had to repair that. <laughs> And, and then, then, right when he says... No, and then I well, I got all that done. So I said, well, I'll go start to weed eat and cut the grass. So I'm out cutting the grass. Here comes somebody flying out. <laughs> and he just said before this, can anything else break today? And I'm like, don't you realize that is the one thing you never say out loud? Can anything else go wrong? Because I caused a problem. So Sarah was cleaning the pool and tore the pool liner. With, with the vacuum. Resulted in a massive flood in the backyard. So. And it's with the pool water. It, I mean, it's time to put the pool up or, you know, winterize it. Getting close. It's got to be like 50 degrees. And so then he's diving in. I'm running to the store to find some, like, Flexil tape or something. And then he's in the pool trying to fix it. So we jerry-rigged it up yesterday with Flexil tape. 50-degree <laughs> weather. Cold water. Oh, my God. Oh, water was ice cold. <clears throat> so I got the water slowed down with her flex seal tape that she Googled. And uh, so today... You got I, to go take another little I dip. I spent a trip going all the way to the town to get the proper patch kit and kind of patched it up today after I got to go dipping in the 50-degree water again. I, I think it's like that... Was it cryotherapy? I know I totally yeah, said I'm that sure wrong. It's you know when you get really cold and it's good for you. That's I'm just helping. Well, we got her shut. We got her slowed down. I don't know if it's. We'll have to wait till tomorrow to see if the water's dried up. But I don't see anything. I can't tell that it's leaking right now. So I'm pretty sure that either it's contained or maybe dripping. But it'll be good enough. Uh, oh, so we can uh, drain it here in the next couple of weeks and. Deal with it next year. There you go. So, but that's been <laughs> that's the my exciting week, times around my week here. In a nutshell, not racing related. Lots of drama, fixing, 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 fixing. So glad that I didn't have to work on the race car this week. But anyway, you know what? I'm just glad you're here to take care of all that stuff. <laughs> well, we went we went far enough. We probably ought to take a break here. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars and micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Okay, we're back. What uh, what kind of what else you got going on this week? You got any um, good stuff for me? And um, I, I have a few notes, I guess. One, we did go Facebook Live at the track this past weekend. That my goal was to at least get us to like break the seal on the Facebook Lives because it seemed like it was easy to do, 
as we were like eye racing, but it's hard to find like a stopping point to uh, get that rolling. So thank you to everyone who uh, got on there with us and I'll try to make that more regular when I can fit it in. And also I wanted to make mention that our team, the 2C Racing team has social media pages. They're, they're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can search 2CTWO, the letter C, racing. If you want to go follow along there, that would be awesome. So yeah. those are my little notes yeah, for the week. that's still the team, and we're, you know, we do our deal, and they do theirs, so. Yeah, but there's cool. some different content on that page as well, so I wanted to bring that to your attention. We uh, also, you know, Lawton Speedway's coming up Friday night, and, uh, Oh, looking, I have some fun. Looking forward to that. And Sarah will be out front selling T-shirts uh, out of the van. And uh, she's, uh, I think she's excited about this. I don't know. but So hopefully uh, you guys just come buy all the T-shirts and we don't have to mess with That's them. That's basically my goal. I'm excited to get rid of the T-shirts so we don't have to deal with them. Me, but... and, Rob, me and Rob were talking about that this today, about you selling T-shirts and all gung-ho about getting a van and a tent and signage and all that stuff. But, he, he's thinking it's going to be like one of those deals, two for you, one for me. Oh, he knows how I like to give <laughs> stuff away. No, no, no. He's talking about oh. you're going to sell two or three, and two of the money's going in your pocket. And no, the other is mine. whatever. What's yours is mine, and what's mine is mine. Is that yeah, how it goes? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. But no, that's uh, look forward to getting a lot in Dallas. Going to get to see a lot of fans. Guys, come that's see That's what me. I'm excited about. Come see me. I know they're uh, not letting the people out of the grandstands into the pit area after the race. So I'm going to try to get there. I'm going to try to come over and spend about an hour at the t-shirt trailer before the races. I'm not sure the time frame's just yet, but uh, I'm going to say probably... Uh, you know, if the driver's meeting's at 6, then I'll I'll be over there from, you know, maybe 4.30 to 5.30 or something like that. So, uh, come so see me. Get uh, there. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of folks that I haven't seen in a while and, uh, you know, just get to bullcrap a little bit because i got a lot of got a lot of people that, uh, you know, here from the city area and Lawton that I've raced with for years and years and years and haven't seen a lot of you in a long time. Plus, uh, being so busy, we are running up down the road, get, don't get to see a lot of you, so... Come out and see me and hopefully uh, buy some merch from Sarah and help us uh, figure out how she's going to get her fund her t-shirt trailer for next year. <laughs> that sounds good. Are you ready for a question of the week? Oh, really? Oh, you always complain. This is a good one. Well, first of all, hang on. We're going we're gonna to take a break real quick <sighs> and come back. Okay, quick break. And uh, before we go into the question of the week, uh, I got uh, a funny comment that we got to go through here in a minute. So... Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top-quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, we're back. All right, we're back. We. Uh, what are you ad libbing here? Well, I'm scared. We are. We are actually doing this from the couch tonight, with the TV on and the late models are on from Fairbury, Illinois, and uh, the track record was broke tonight by who? 
Do you remember that guy's name? No. She uh, she was freaking out about Kyle Strickler. Oh, yeah. Man, I have issues with nicknames, guys. <laughs> she, she was freaking out. Not okay. Kyle Strickler, the high side tickler. That sounds like something I would read in my crime books. <laughs> and they would be hunting him to put him, lock him up. Well, that's the heat race starting right saying, there. It's on the TV. There's It starts right now. He's on the pole. Good times. Two things but, I don't like. Weird names and maybe, what are those, modifieds? Not my thing. But okay. That's well, what we're watching. Modifieds are next. Okay. But next. No, I just, yeah, on, on the on the screen here. But, uh, no, I just thought that that was funny because we were watching them qualify before we started the podcast. And she's like, Kyle, who? So, there you go. Anyway, let's go. Nothing uh, personal, Kyle. I just don't like nicknames that are weird like that. <laughs> Not your fault, I'm sure. Okay, you ready for your question of the week? This one is from Kay Michelle. Hi, Kay. She's a really good fan, top fan of ours, and um, I just wanted to say hi to her. Okay. Because I feel like I know her. Anyhow, she wanted to know, how has COVID and all the changes affected your year, racing-wise, obviously? Well, it's it's definitely been crazy. We know that. But, you know, with not getting to race as much, for one... Uh, that's, that's been really one of the biggest things financially. It's a, it's more of a burden because, you know, you take off three months of your paychecks, uh, everyone struggles, but that would probably say the biggest would be financially just because we had to take, you know, two, three months off or whatever it was. Right. And then the schedules change so much, you know, all the big money races, you know, the Knoxville nationals, the Kings Royal, you know, all the big races that, uh, you know, pay better, mm-hmm. uh, eliminate those. And then just the the uh, travel and the unknowns because, right. you know, there was times there that we didn't didn't even know what race we we're going to the next week. And then they had, they had announced a race and then they had changed it. Right. And it's been back and forth, back and forth. So it's been um, a little bit crazy and... You know, just, I don't really know one thing. There's kind of been a lot, you know. I think we're super lucky, and I've said this a million times, that in our sport we have actually got to have a season because that didn't happen for a lot of people. Yeah, Uh, we're 40 races in right now. Which is amazing because you would have thought, you know, in March when we went, we were out for weeks or months or whatever it was, I there were bleak times that I was concerned we weren't going to stick with it, but... um, well, the good Here thing, we are. The We're good still thing going, about it so is, you know, being the first year outlaw team, you didn't really know what to expect. A, anyway, it's a tougher grind. <laughs> anyway, and yeah. this has been a little more relaxed. You know, uh, forty races is not a big season, and I think we got sixteen races left. So We're going to get to fifty-six, hopefully. But uh, you know, we race sixty to seventy races anyway. Uh, right. Not running the outlaw deal in years past, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a short season. I mean, um, but I think it's prepping us for next year. You know, we've already decided that we're coming back for our sophomore sophomore season next year. So, uh, you know, got to get through this year first. But, uh, you know, looking forward to that. But I think getting to go back to a few places with some notes. And, and uh, like I say, I can't say enough about Rob because he's definitely – uh, changing this program around, and I feel like we've got some speed, or getting speed and more speed every week. Awesome. Now I have my question. As always, if you could change, modify, add, or remove any rule in the world of outlaws, which I know it's your first year, 
just go with it. What would it be and why? If I was going to change any rule? Change, modify, add, or remove a rule. Is there a rule you don't like? Uh, well, there's probably a couple things that I would change. And I, I know the outlaws do it to benefit their guys and to reward the fast guys. But, you know, the heads-up rule where fast time's on the pole and so on and so on and so on. And I know why they do that because these cars have got so equal. Uh, you know, you look at the top 15 cars or 18 cars last week within three, four tenths. Right. So that being said, they're just trying to take care of their people. But uh, that'd be one thing I'd change. I think there needs to be an inversion. I don't think it needs to be heads up. And uh, the only other thing that I would change that, I mean, they do a really good job with the way they run their show. It's way, it's the most professional series out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they don't jack around with restarts. And they, uh, Mike Hess does a really good job of, on the radio. But double file restarts. You don't like them? I do not like them. Jeez, I love them. Not necessarily for your sake, but as a fan, I love them. I don't like the double fall restarts for this matter, for this reason. If you say you start in the outside row, right, and you get going and say you pass five cars, mm-hmm. on the next restart you're on the inside row, and that's not the great line. And then you lose five. And then you spots. lose five spots. Right. So uh, I don't know. I just don't know that double fall restarts in my era. You feel like it would be better to have you all nose to tell and gapped out. So at, at the World of Outlaws are the only series that do double the sprint. How long series. have they done that? Ten years, probably. Hmm. Well, I'm, I like it, but what well, do it's I just know? it's just you. You know, you, it's so hard to pass anymore. And if you get going and you pass three cars at speed in say a fifteen lap, you know, in fifteen lap, mm-hmm. and it's a forty lap race, and then they have a caution, and then you end up in the wrong lane. And it bites you in the butt, and then you lose five spots because you're in the wrong lane. You work so hard to pass those three cars, and with these cars the way they are, they're hard. It's hard to pass cars. Right. So I think the double file restarts really dictate a little bit of that too much. And I would say if you polled the top ten or twelve drivers out there, it all I would say I'm gonna say eighty percent would say get rid of double file restarts. Okay. With that being said, I'm gonna poll our viewers and ask them if they like. Double five. Well, as a not. fan, because I'm curious as, as fans, fan, because as a from fan, a fan standpoint, I love it. But as a fan, if I was a fan, I think it's great. I think it's more action, more chances to tear up cars, though. Uh, and you know, you work so hard to pass that one guy. Mm-hmm. Caution comes out, and then and you're then, next to each other. Then you, yeah, you're next to each other. But if you get because the, the the leader, you get the right the line. leader dictates right. what line it gets who. And if you're shuffled in the wrong lane, you're screwed. So, okay, well, that's my opinion. That's a great, but that was, those are the only two things that I would say. Other than we can always talk about the tires, but that's we're not going to. We're there. not going to go there. We know how you love those tires. Those great. Those wonderful tires. Tires. Okay. Um, one thing I wanted to add, we have fifty-six reviews. Whoa, we got one this week. Are you excited? One. Maybe it was one, but. I'm going to tell you who it was. It was CH795. That was the name. I Hey, I, when I leave reviews, my name is weird, and I don't know how to fix it. So I don't know if it's intentional C-H-7-9-5? or not. CH795? Mine is from, like, my iTunes when I was in high school or something, and it's some weird thing. So the, the names don't mean anything. Would it be, like, However, 01 since it was that long ago? 
you are much older than me, sir. <laughs> okay. So, this person's review, they said, I listened to 10 plus other dirt racing podcasts, and y'all are one of a kind. The down-to-earth view of your efforts on and off the track are awesome. Thank you for your contributions to the sport we love. Go get them, Wayne. And awesome. thank you for that review, because I really appreciate it. And I know, I know Wayne does, too. I know he appreciates it. Yeah, I, do. I appreciate everything. He I, doesn't keep up with all this um, digital stuff like I do, but um, it's a lot of work, and I just like to hear from everyone. That's part of the reason I'm so excited about Lawton, because I like to see everyone, and usually I don't get the chance um, in the pits, so that's exciting for me. But anyhow, keep leaving those reviews. We need more. We you, get one this week. We need a couple more next the week. The goal, y'all, is 100, so we're, we're getting there. I, I believe. Tell in, your friends. I believe in us. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're honoring. Okay. Tell your friends. Let's get more. Do you have anything to add? I always have things to add. Give First of all, uh, Shane Marzoff did oh, us some yeah. awesome signage this week. Uh, known Shane for many, many years. Uh, actually, Shane lettered one of my very first race cars and he was still in high school when he did it and he kept dragging his feet was a little bit slow so uh he got locked in my shop overnight to finish because i wouldn't let him go home he didn't go to school the next day are you serious yeah oh my goodness the, the shop locked from the outside <laughs> and he's still nice enough to do stuff for so you i locked him in there he did make us some pretty cool banners and signage for uh, the t-shirt trailer and we have the ongoing debate of orange or blue so we just did both. So we did both. So one size orange. But Shane, thank blue. you uh, for that. And like I say, his his uh, it's Shane signs and designs or something like that. I'm, I'm <laughs> you don't even know what it is. I'm, bat, I'm 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 messing this all we'll up. We'll make sure we get it right. But uh, he's definitely uh, does really great work, and he's a very good designer. And he's actually uh, the cover art for the for the podcast. Uh, Shane designed it for us. And he's actually uh, getting a commercial. So. The oh, next yeah. week or two, once uh, Dave gets the commercial made up, then Shane will be on here. So we'll have to take another break. But well, maybe we'll alternate commercials <clears throat> or put them in the beginning. I'll work on it. Yeah, it's not too painful. But no, thanks, Shane, because that uh, that's pretty cool stuff. That's, oh, I got to work on that today, too. I put all that together for you. Yeah, you went and picked up the, the signage and got it put together. You're the sign guy, so don't oh, complain sign, like yeah. it's... Rough. You're like also I'm the, the scuba diver guy. I'm the scuba. The... I'm the pool guy. <laughs> I'm the sign guy. The mechanic for the cars in the house. I'm the what else? Well, the everything fixer upper guy. They already call me the fixer. So glad you're home, Wayne. The tickler. No, <laughs> Wayne. The, Wayne. The Wayne. The tickler fixer things. That's just wrong in so many ways. So many ways. Oh, I knew you'd get a kick out of that. <laughs> Wayne the Tickler Fixer Upper Guy. Okay. Well, as always, follow along with our adventures on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Wayne Johnson Racing. We also have our text and voicemail line. You can call us anytime at 405-362-0620. And you know what I'm going to ask. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. Send me um, an email if you leave a review, and I would be happy to send you some merchandise. Yeah, we need that review. So, okay. Get 57 by next week. Mr. Positivity. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for, thanks for listening, like always, and uh, see you next week. 
This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks. <laughs>